0: It's gonna be a good day if you go the right way. You might die quickly or solve a mystery. What adventure will you choose? What would Cherrick do? Hey y'all, uh welcome back to what would Cherrick do? Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. Uh <laughs> and if you aren't
1: surprised you are now yes uh everyone this is a choose your own adventure podcast and uh we're here to choose some more adventures (laughs) chad i can't believe you oh my god welcome back bitches going clean in 2019 yeah i mean it's not happening that's okay 2019 is almost over so fuck it
0: Yeah, we pretty much failed on that front.
1: Yeah, from like a pod one uh, all the way back in January. It is now early November and here we are back in Cherrick Studios. Okay, sorry. Here I am back in Cherrick Studios. Yeah, I live here. Chad has remained at Cherrick Studios like a rock mm-hmm. and the hardcore... Like a rock. Yeah. Um, Cherick lover that he is. I abandoned him. I have returned and so we are very happy to present you, you wonderful listeners, you, if you haven't given up hope on us, um, with like a limited edition run of Cherrick episodes. Yeah,
0: I think this is just how this is going to go for a while. So like, yeah. you'll be surprised, you know, like every once in a while, we'll like drop 10 more ups, you yeah. know? It's and, like uh, the
1: Christmas gift that keeps on giving whenever it happens to give. Exactly. Yeah. Not we sure. I could have could put that any We love
0: this podcast too much just to give up on it completely. It's true.
1: Um so yes, I'm back visiting uh Kansas City for a bit and uh yeah, there was no way that I'm stopping through for a few days and not recording some podcasts with uh Dutch of Cherrick. So Yeah, um, I'm Dutch. Yeah, and I'm the Eric, so we both know who's more important here.
0: I'm I'm Chad. Uh, By the way, that's my whole name.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And I'm eric so that was already pretty clear but uh yeah no it feels really good to be back here staring at this guy behind our microphones yeah uh have the whole setup again yeah i'm very excited
0: uh p.s just full disclosure just pulling back the kimono a little bit just a little bit it's like 10 a.m and we are already drinking so yeah
1: well you know it's uh it seemed like a good morning for gin and grapefruit so yeah here we are. Here, yeah. Cheer, cheers to that, Chad. Hey, yeah, cheers. yeah. Here. Clinks. There. That's perfect. Alrighty. I uh, hope you all enjoyed that nice as little much slurp as we and did. swallow of the beverage. That sounded weird. <laughs> we're going to move on. So, um, guess what, guys? We're what gonna book read are a, we reading? We're going to read a book today. And it happens to be Choose Your Own Adventure, number seven. The third planet from Altair. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked, too. A little um, space opera. 38 possible endings. 38? 38. Holy shit. Yeah, we're in trouble, is what I'm thinking. Um,
0: yeah, we haven't done this in a bit.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, well, this <coughs> is a good test to see, like... And,
0: and you're hitting me with 38 endings? Well, you know, go big Fresh or go out home, of the Chad. Gate? Yeah, that's right. i'm gonna have to get another um, piece of paper
1: (laughs) and another drink Mm, okay let's hope not it's um, it's pretty early that's that's true but it won't be for long you know because that that time it just keeps going and uh all right yeah anyway if you see me
0: at target later
1: and i'm stumbling around you know why (laughs) if you see both of us at target later and i'm shoving chad into an aisle full of uh cereal boxes you know why I would never do that. No, why? I don't know.
0: That got really real. Well, because it's just kind of funny, right? I mean, yeah, except for like, we'd probably have to pay for all that fucking cereal. I might not be able to go to Target again. No. Like, you're leaving and I have to keep going to that Target. Nobody would ever know it was us because we would run away. In disguise, I'll wear my wig. There you go. Yeah, dress up as me
1: and then it won't even matter. Oh,
0: y'all, I dressed up as Eric for Halloween. I'll post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, it was pretty good. Because it was great. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh.
1: So, yeah, there Solid. you go. There's your out. Uh, Solid. Dress up as Eric and get me in trouble. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Should we just uh, jump into this brand new adventure? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well. As? We will. <gasps> oh, yes. As? Cherrick. Oh. oh, yeah. We didn't lose that. That was, yeah. We didn't Nailed lose that. Nailed it. <clears throat> All right. Nailed it. Now we're ready. All right. Nice. Well, this started off with a bang. Not, a, not a literal. Bang. Not a. Oh. But no. Uh, the, yeah. There, there's been no explosions yet. Yet. And we're still alive, so everything's going well.
0: Yeah. We didn't start the book and immediately get an ending. Like that would be <laughs> How real. How funny would dip, that be? Move. Yeah. And then the rest of the pages are just blank. Blank. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. It's just like ha 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 over and over for a hundred pages.
1: <laughs> gotcha, suckers. So uh, here is what's happening, y'all. So um, for many years, as I'm sure you all know, astronomers have been trying to detect messages from outer space. Uh, we are always looking to see if there's life beyond our own world. Super curious, yeah. You know, I mean, the, just like it's space now. is big, right? Yeah. There's got to be something else out there. Well, finally, at an observatory in Hawaii, uh, they got these signals. They recorded these signals that have that are being sent. From the third planet, from Altair. What which, do the
0: signals say, Eric?
1: Um, it goes something like... <laughs> uh, square dot, space, at symbol. Square dot, space, square dot, dot, space, square dot...
0: <laughs> Sorry, space, it was space, like space. just a
1: picture in the book and I'm making <laughs> being a real it's, ass. They don't make any sense at all. But I'm sure uh, these scientists and astronomers who can crack these sorts of things... Uh, have stumbled upon something that can only be sent by intelligent life. Yeah. Um, Because there is a pattern to it, and it's repeated continuously every few minutes. So it must be sent by intelligent beings, right? And like I said, the source was found on the third planet from Altair, which is a yellow-white star 16 light-years from Earth.
0: Okay. So.
1: Okay. Okay. We, Cherik, are one of a crew of four aboard the spaceship Aloha. And we and our companions have been chosen to journey to Altair to seek uh, like whomever or whatever is sending this signal. Because we don't know what it means. So we know nothing about it. We just know that something is sending this to us. So uh, we hope to travel to Altair way quicker than hundreds of years, which is what space travel would normally take. Sure. But yeah. uh, we're instead making use of a time contraction technology. Ooh and so yeah it is but it doesn't get into it at all so essentially (laughs) like we blast off we're in space we're shooting past mars and jupiter and saturn and onward into interstellar space okay and two weeks later so this time contraction works we are standing on the bridge of the spaceship and we're watching like the sun diminish in size which is now it's just like a regular star is what you would see in the night sky from earth And uh, alongside us are our companions. Uh, And we have Captain Bud Stanton. We have uh, Professor Henry Pickens. He's a cosmologist. I think that means he's good at makeup.
0: Yeah. No, for sure.
1: Uh, And we have Dr. Nira Vivaldi. (laughs) Style assistant. Yeah. You got to have one on 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 (laughs) on the bridge of your spaceship. You want to
0: make a good first impression. That's right.
1: If we're meeting aliens, man, we got to look good uh (laughs) anyway she's an anthropologist specializing in interspecies communication and captain bud obviously is the captain he's a veteran uh astronaut and then there's us which we don't really know much about us but i'm sure we're really important incredibly yeah uh so we're you know traveling through space and suddenly the ship all around the ship and even inside the ship is just filled with flickering light and we glance at captain bud and he's rigid like he's frozen And then there's like sparks dancing around the computers and our body even begins to tingle. And so um, Pickens is leaning over a display screen and he's shivering as though he had a severe chill. And he says in a shaky voice, we must be passing through an antimatter storm. Fortunately, a mild one. Nailed it. Uh, Thank you. I could keep doing that, but it kind of hurts, so I'm not going to. Anyway, we're like, mild, perhaps, but look at the captain. He's, he's frozen. He's not going anywhere. And so Dr. Rivaldi's like, oh, well, then I think we should turn back. We're not equipped to handle this sort of mission, especially without Captain Bud. And Pickens kind of says, no, we're through the worst of it. Uh, you know, we just have to keep going, and we'll be out of it, and everybody will be fine. Um... And it's our decision, really, because they're... The tie break. Yeah, yeah. So they both have a different opinion. We have to break the tie. So if we allow the Aloha to continue on course to Altair, turn to page six. Or if we instruct the computer to change our course, we turn to page eight. Chad.
0: Yes. What do you think? I think you know what I think. You just want to continue on. Yeah. What if 100%. It's, what if it's
1: not just a mild... Uh, our mission is to
0: go to altair to investigate these signals now
1: it just says change course it doesn't mean we're gonna like turn back it might just mean we're gonna take a little bit longer to get
0: there yeah and then we'll change course and we'll find ourselves in some unknown place with some unknown okay i see your point like we can't navigate around the storm it doesn't you know, there's no indication well, that like... that's true.
1: We don't really know where it is or we didn't even see it coming. And we'll coming probably like run out. out of fuel yeah. mm. or
0: something. Okay. He said it was mild. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm... And we're almost through it. I'm with you on this one. Like, we should just keep going. Like, just keep going. But I just, you know,
1: it's good to think about other options. And... No, I mean, fair, but... But I see your point. Like, chances are if we turn away or move to like a different course, like that's just more options for us to just go, like turn into disaster.
0: Or yeah, I'd go to some place else. I really kinda wanna to go to this planet. I Naturally. mean it's on the cover of the book. Right. I mean
1: that's where we're supposed to go. So let's do it.
0: Yeah, I mean they sent us us four. That's right. Uh I feel like we need like a sweet code name. I'll come up with it. Okay. But uh I'll tear force four. But, yeah, force, like F-O-U-R-C-E. Force. Oh, yes. nice. That's clever. Nice. Yeah. Done. Okay. The Altair Force. You can call us
1: AF. Yeah. And you know
0: what that <laughs> means. So
1: <laughs> uh, so no. we're going to turn to page
0: six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to turn to page yeah, six. And we're just going to keep going. We're going to push forward yeah. Cause to Altair. Because we don't
1: change course. We just keep going. Yeah. That's what we do. Right. As, like a rock. AF. Yeah. We, we stay the course AF.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Nailed it. Perfect.
1: Okay, so a pretty quick turnaround. Um, essentially, we tell the computer to proceed, and it does. And we streak through space as Pickens takes the captain, who's still kind of frozen, to his cabin. And we begin to feel normal again. The aloha um, ind- indicates that it has passed safely through the storm. But signals from the third planet can no longer be detected. So, um, that's a little unnerving. Now, Pickens comes back and tells us the captain's going to be fine. He just needs some rest. But he also thinks that we're going to run into more of these antimatter storms as we approach the third planet. Okay. So, uh, there's a couple days. Nothing really happens. Altair, um, the sun star, grows so bright that we can't even look at it anymore. And we are soon approaching the third planet, which looks an awful lot like Earth from orbit. Uh, Except for these strangely symmetrical cloud formations that kind of surround the planet. And they orbit above its surface, like clouds do, obviously. And the third planet also has three small moons, one of which, our computer sensors report, is only water. It's just a water moon. And so, these are unusual phenomena, we decide. The, the trio of us can, kind of conclude this together. And we decide that maybe we should investigate some of these strange phenomena before we attempt to enter the actual atmosphere of the third planet. So, if we investigate the water moon, we turn to page 9. If we investigate the clouds orbiting the planet, we turn to page 10. Or if we head directly for the third planet, we turn to page 13. Now, I think... Maybe investigating some of these things could be helpful. Mm hmm. Potentially. Offhand, I feel like the water moon is maybe a little out of our way. However, intriguing it is. Agreed. I think I'm more interested by these like perfectly symmetrical
0: cloud formations over the planet. And in theory, one could investigate them before going to the planet it's pretty much right on the way it's on the way
1: yeah so it's not really like taking us out of the way to get to the third planet it's just investigating something as we're going down to the planet
0: and and if we do make contact with the altarians uh we could probably just like ask them about these things too that's
1: true that's true Given that they're a uh, friendly species. Uh, yeah, assuming they are. Yeah. That's a big assumption. Right. Okay. You just wanted to make sure that... Right. I mean, you like... You know, there are other options out there. They might just eat our faces. Also true. You know. They could be, like, dragons. They could be dragons. What if they send a signal just because they're running out of food and they need sustenance?
0: <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. Like sirens. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, I'm really I'm intrigued by this I'm also a little concerned moon, that the but. signals have stopped. Like, maybe they were signaling for help, and now the signals have stopped. Like it's true. They're I, in distress. I kind of, I
1: just attributed that to the antimatter storm that we went through.
0: Yeah, but maybe there's something extra to it.
1: There might be. I mean, that's a fair point. I, like, that was my initial thought. I was like, oh, that must be it. So, like, I didn't think about it any further, but uh-huh. that's a good point. To think about, like, why did they stop? And if we were out of the storm, why didn't they return? You know, like if it was just the storm that made it fudge.
0: Right. It could have
1: been our instruments. It could have been. And they might still be damaged. And we won't know that until like we set down somewhere and do a, a full ship diagnostic Right, you know, run, that's a thing. Run the diagnostic, which I suppose we could do in space, but we might have to shut down other systems, and it's just most important that we get to this planet.
0: I feel like let's check out the clouds on the way, okay, to the planet. Yeah, I mean, our primary mission here is to make contact with the Alterians. It's true. like we can't. It's true, and no matter how, of
1: that. how intriguing a a water moon is, and
0: I think they're assuming we don't die yeah because the altarians are evil yeah there could be time for like further exploration before we like go back to earth
1: i already kind of have a brilliant idea Ooh, i want to hear it chad yeah um okay water moon Uh uh-huh we could make the entire thing a sweet water park nice and people would travel through space to come to our water park planet essentially i love it like, you know, how much money we could make off of that? Tons. That's prime real estate. There's a lot you can do with a water moon.
0: Yeah, assuming the Alterians don't mind us just taking over the well, their moon I in mean, the name of know, the Earth.
1: We would have to, you know, make make a deal, but split the profits. Given or something. given we could, I think it could be really profitable. Ooh, what for if all the involved? water moon
0: is full of like an evil amphibious species who's trying to take over the planet?
1: That's a bummer.
0: Like, I'm just, it's a theory. It's well, a solid Chad theory. I mean,
1: here's the thing that we would have to eradicate the evil water people well, yeah. before we ever make a water park. I
0: mean, maybe that's, they attacked the planet. And maybe the clouds are like a defense system.
1: Hmm, interesting. I hope not, because we're about to go check them out.
0: Well, let's see. Okay, let's see. I mean, that's my like Chad prediction.
1: I just think it's, a, it's like a different planet. And, how, and however, like, the climate on the planet works and whatever that looks like, it just forms these really cool cloud formations. But I don't know about that. Yours is more interesting. Let's turn to page 10 and find out.
0: Okay. Okay, well, here's what happens next. Dude. Um, so we dive down um, to survey these, you know, weirdly weird clouds right and just as we're getting ready to do so the captain comes back on the bridge fully recovered thank goodness and we dive into the clouds and the captain goes great heavens and uh and there's a whole city like made of like crystal inside these clouds and it's amazing like these like crystalline buildings connected with like ramps and Bridges and things like that. And, but it appears to be totally deserted. Hmm. Like, not a soul in sight. And so the captain says, um, you know, like, hey, good possibility that the signals were coming from this city. You know what I mean? It's pretty impressive. It's pretty advanced. Whatever architecture, it's floating in the sky. Right. Um, So he asked for a volunteer from the four of us to explore the city while the rest of the crew and the Aloha continue down to the planet's surface to survey what's happening there. So the choice we have in front of us is if we volunteer to explore the city, we turn to page 17. And if we uh, decide to stay on the Aloha, we turn to page 19.
1: Oh, man. Mm Mm-hmm. I really want to check out this city.
0: Do you? I do. Why? Uh,
1: First of all, it's crystal. It's like a see-through city, which is wild. Yep. Um, I want to see why it's deserted. I want to, like, wander through the crystal streets of these of these uh, weird buildings and things and and try and see if we can find anything. Um, I don't know. It's just really intriguing to me. The idea of wandering through a deserted city in the sky seems pretty sweet. You know? Uh Uh-huh. Plus, like, who knows what we're going to find on the planet? Maybe nothing. Maybe there's nothing on the planet. So, like, we found whatever is actually here.
0: Yeah, maybe they had to, like, build sky cities because the planet's surface had become uninhabitable. It's true. Or, I don't know, like, full of dinosaurs. You never know. And those dinosaurs could be
1: enormous and swipe the aloha right out of the sky. We could be the only surviving member of our crew to stay on this crystalline city and die of starvation. Doesn't that sound nice? It does.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was pretty down for like exploring this city, too, just because it seems pretty dope. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's tempting,
1: and it's right there, and it's, it seems... You know, like, we've never seen anything like this before, so I want to explore right. it. I mean... Whereas the rest of the planet kind of looks, like, looks like... a are we going to send? The cosmologist
0: Yeah, what's he going to do? Put makeup on all the windows. Like the archaeologist, I mean, I mean that is pretty much right in his wheelhouse. But her, uh, her, her wheelhouse, her wheelhouse. But it's fine. my bad. Yeah, it's good. Uh, well, once again,
1: we don't really know what we are doing on the crew. We're probably like the chef so it seems like we could be the uh, potentially expendable one so like maybe we should be the one to go well, check we could out the send city.
0: the archaeologist and the cosmetologist down well to- here's
1: what i want to know like why wouldn't you send two people like two people can still man the ship and go just survey the planet like why Ooh. is it got to be one person you
0: would think you would send like, two of buddy us.
1: system that's why there's an even number of of astronauts on the spaceship
0: well, somebody's got to fly the ship. Right. The captain and the cosmetologist. And then, like, if they go down to the planet, then there has to be two of them. And since there doesn't appear to be anyone here, danger danger level appears low at the moment. That's true.
1: And I guess the archaeologist is also a pro at interspecies communication. Sure. So there's no one here. So maybe she would be useful if they run into any sort of yeah. alien life form on the planet. Right. So, all this is really saying to me is that we're the expendable one and we should go explore this city.
0: Or that we're like uniquely clo- I can't.
1: I understand what you're going for, though.
0: Uniquely qualified. Oh, there it is. You know, for this mission. We are. I think so. Master of Martial Arts. Yeah. Thought time Um, traveling um, warlock. Warlock.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, yeah, we definitely have some some special skills. Master
0: Detective. Yep.
1: Super Sleuth. Uh huh. Um what else? So many things.
0: We've got a supercomputer
1: In- up here. here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. So yeah. I mean we are the most qualified. I think okay. I think
0: I agree with that. Um Okay, so we're gonna volunteer to go explore the city though. Yeah, right? I think so. I think that's yeah. I think that's fair. Let's do it. Okay. All right. I'm done. Cool. Okay. So, well, we uh volunteer to go down to the city. And we put on our spacesuit. We drop through the, like, port or whatever and float gently down to the city. And we're just astonished by, like, how clean the city is. It's like like it was just built yesterday. Yeah. Like, it's so just pristine, you know? And, you know, we go inside one of the buildings and we notice a bunch of furniture. And the furniture looks like it was made for, like, very small people. Like, Hmm. you know, it's not, like, Human sized, right? You know, it was made for someone, but much smaller than us.
1: But we fit in all the buildings,
0: right? Yeah, it's interesting. Not like mice people, but maybe, you know, maybe they're like three feet tall, okay? All right, well, something like that, you know. And they just liked really large architecture, yeah, and grandiose, yeah. Um, okay, so then another building catches our eye because it has a bunch of like. Um, spires and like antennae on top of it and so we go inside of that building and it's like filled with electronic equipment right? and so we kind of surmise that um, this is where potentially that signal is being transmitted from I mean still we have seen no one, right? Right. Not a soul Um, but we kind of guess you know that like hey this is um, maybe where the signal was coming from you know, and we kind of like keep exploring and we go into the next building and um, it's shaped like a dome. Mm-hmm. Like think, uh, oh, what are those? What's the name of those buildings where you, you know, go look at stars or have big telescopes sticking out of them?
1: Oh, well, that's an observatory. you yeah, like an observatory, okay. I imagine. But yeah, the one where you.
0: Something I, anyway, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, Like the Griffith Observatory in L.A. Right. Something like that. Imagine that. There's a specific like, name for the domed room where you can like look at the sky, but I don't anyway. remember what that was called. Um, so it's shaped like that. Um, and the walls are covered with maps and charts of the galaxy. And one in particular strikes our eye, and it says it looks like this and then has a picture, but this is an audio medium, so I can't really just show it to you. Um, but I, looking at it, I really think it's our solar system oh okay like that has earth because i can see like jupiter and saturn and yeah i think it's the uh it's the milky way kind of but yeah also like our whatever nine planets whatever we decide to call that gotcha okay so um we found this really interesting i guess so if we our choice is um if we continue to explore the city we turn to page 28 or if we radio the Aloha to tell them, like, of what we found, you know, with the, like, you know, antennae building and this observatory with the map of our solar system, um, we turn to page 32. Feel like I'm kind of in between. Okay. With these choices.
1: Okay. Because, like, the, there's one part of me that says we haven't really found anything conclusive. Sure. We found some very interesting things that could potentially lead us to something conclusive. Uh-huh but we haven't really found anything conclusive i feel no, like it's a that point. word too much but like we're we're kind of you know like we're stumbling across things that seem important but we don't really know what they're for so it's like right. what are we going to say besides but like at, but at the same time you know like check-ins are good like Let's, let's sure. keep an open communication with our people so that they know we're alive and we know they're alive. And that, like, hey, if something, like, if shit hits the fan, at least they know there's this building with antennae. And there's this building that has a solar like system. And here's, where we are. Our, also true. Yeah. Like, this is how far we've seen. Maybe in, our so- has a locator beacon. It though. probably does. Which I guess would kind of then even... Well, we don't know that. That's just... That's... I mean, that's kind of assumed, but not really. You know? Yeah. So, like, I... I mean, maybe the wise thing would be to check in and call and relay some of this information.
0: Yeah, but also I feel like, to your point, like, we just got here. And it's, we've been yeah. in, like, three buildings. It seems like it, you that, know? And we found some, like, interesting things. But there's probably a lot more interesting things. Right. And, like, they have their own mission and probably are dealing with some, like, other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like... So you're like, thinking
1: maybe we better just not really... Like, keep
0: exploring yeah. until, like, one, maybe we, like make contact with something or find
1: conclusive or like find something really important
0: yeah like where the signal was being transmitted from right or like dead aliens
1: or like it seems interesting to me that we find a room that has a bunch of antennae that could be a transmit station yep and then we find a dome that has our solar system pulled up right so like those two things seem to correlate and be like oh this is maybe we're getting close to the right yeah like place. we have
0: like ideas of yeah. like this could be relevant but nothing to your point like it's largely circumstantial at right. this point i exactly. guess exactly okay nothing so, conclusive right so maybe we should just keep searching i kind of and, think we should just keep searching okay. until we find something more important right on and when, and so then when we do contact them we actually have we have like something more important to say like worthwhile to like say other than like we saw some buildings right and a map and we think this and
1: we suspect that versus like this is this
0: and we don't want him to like get distracted from their mission that's true you know what i mean they wouldn't like like they might be like oh wow we'll come right there and then maybe the cosmetologist will do our hair or something i don't know We could use it. We've been making this like cosmologist, cosmetologist joke the whole pod, but we both totally know what a cosmologist is. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) It was just funny because when Eric read it the first time, he almost said cosmetologist. I did. Um, So we're going to continue to explore the city and turn to page 28. I like it. Okay. Deal.
1: So. Yeah. We continue to explore the cloud city. And we're just, like, in awe of the architecture amongst the clouds. It's just gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. 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 It's so amazing. We can barely contain ourselves inside of our suit. <laughs> anyway. Oh, <coughs> uh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I've killed Chad. Sorry about that, you oh, He's y'all. back. He's back. Okay. Uh, it, so we like keep walking. We're exploring. We stumble across like a town square in the center of the city, and in the town square is a complex of array, or is, is a complex array. Sorry, it's a complex array of electronic equipment, and uh, there's just lights and control knobs, like what you would see in any like classic sure. science fiction show. Um, there's a keyboard, and it has a microphone and speakers. So we press the most prominent button. Yeah, we just press a button. Naturally. The most prominent one, because that one would never hurt us. And uh, immediately... Nothing has
0: ever gone wrong in the history of Cherik by pressing a prominent button. Yeah, that you don't know what it does. Never. Uh, Always a great decision. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, this one, not so bad. Uh, There's like a succession of musical tones. And then a voice starts talking to us from the computer that is definitely in a foreign language. And we realize the computer is talking to us.
0: It's like, bonjour.
1: Uh, (laughs) Bonjour. Bonjour! Uh, And we're kind of... We feel a little awkward about it. uh, But without really knowing what else to do, we say, Hello, my name is Cherik. I'm from planet Earth. Now... The computer makes more sounds, it's like replying to us, and we talk to it some more, trying to understand it. And eventually, it answers, repeating some English words that we've used, and we realize the computer is learning our language. So we talk to it for like an hour, and in that time, it's communicating to us back in broken English. And it tells us that within its memory banks is all the knowledge ever attained by the inhabitants of the third planet. Now, soon after this, the Aloha returns. The trio on the ship are very excited by our discovery. But they report that antibiotics brought from Earth are proving very ineffective against dangerous microorganisms in the atmosphere of the third planet. So essentially, we're slowly dying and don't realize it yet.
0: Like, aren't we safe in our spacesuits, though?
1: Apparently not.
0: Okay, whatever. Is
1: what I'm assuming from this. Okay. Um, It's space, man. It's a third planet. You don't know what can go through your spacesuit. It's safe for space and Earth atmosphere space, but not safe for for this space. Okay, this is a different space.
0: You know, you know. I got yeah. <laughs> it's a great explanation. Thanks. I know. I've really been working on it. All space is not just space. That's man. right. Like some it's, space is space, but other space is like
1: space. It's, you know, different space, and in that different space, different things can happen that maybe you know, breach our spacesuits, because it's different space. Yeah. I'm glad you got what I was trying to put in. I got it. Uh, so anyway, no matter what the explanation, we have to leave, or else we're going to die. Uh, now, the computer's too bulky to load, but Dr. Pickens is able to like detach some of its memory banks and bring them along. Okay. And as we're flying away from the third planet, the captain in his captainy voice says... We have not completed our mission, but with the knowledge of the third planet's people stored in these memory banks, we may be able to do much for the peoples of the Earth. The end.
0: I mean, okay, not a horrible ending. Not bad. But... Leaves much to be desired. Yes. Like, I am unsatisfied? Dissatisfied. Dissatisfied, yeah. With uh, the lack of, like, real, like, Adventure dangers? or danger. Yeah. Well. Or, or
1: yeah, adventure and danger. That's good.
0: But you also know, just
1: yeah, it's, it seems like kind of a cop well, out. Well, assuming
0: like this microorganism killed all the people on the planet, right? Um, you know, is why we can't find anybody because everybody died, right? And maybe they thought
1: by moving their city to the clouds they'd be safe, but, but not so much the case. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that's that's pretty much that. So
0: we can go back somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Okay. So we are at our first respawn. Yeah. And uh, just to refresh, refresh. I can't talk today. Is it the gin? I it, don't get it. Might it. Be. it might be like last night compounded by the gin. You guys, we are on a real bender. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so just to refresh your memory, our first respawn, we can go back to. Any choice that we've made thus far.
1: Any choice.
0: Um, and so Eric, I mean, here's the options. Cool. Hit me. We could change course in the antimatter storm. Right. Might not even take us to Altair. Probably would. Where everything's dead.
1: Probably just die immediately.
0: Um we could go investigate the moon. Or oh go yeah, straight the water to the moon. Or go straight to the planet. And yeah. Skip the cloud city. Okay. Um we could not volunteer to go. To the cloud city and go straight to the planet. So there's kind of like two, two straight to the yeah, planet two choices. Planet options. Okay. Um, or when we're in the city, we could radio the aloha to tell them of our findings. Okay. Does one of these jumping out at you. Well,
1: I feel like I really want to get to the planet. Like, so I think I'm most interested in one of the two options that take us right to the planet. Okay. Now, either whichever one of those, I don't really know.
0: Um, In these books, you know, it's just like if we go to the planet, it doesn't mean we're always going to find a microorganism that killed everything and we leave.
1: Guaranteed not. No. And for sure, these two options of going to the planet are going to lead very different places. Oh, yeah. So it's just like
0: the same thing's not going to happen. Right.
1: No, absolutely not. So it's kind of like a crapshoot. Like, which, which time do we want to go to the planet?
0: Okay. But also, can we just talk about the water moon for a minute? Okay. Like, that's that's the one I'm being drawn to. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because knowing what we know so far, right? like, dangerous microorganism yeah. kills everything. Right. They move from the planet to cloud cities. Right. Oh. So maybe they fled the planet altogether to, the to, like, live in underwater cities on the water moon. I'll tell you what, Chad, if they've already made a theme park there, I'm going to be really pissed. Well solid chance damn you know what i mean but like That's knowing what we know yeah, th- like those are interesting just notions. knowing what we know but also knowing that like everything could change but like making decisions based off what we know so far i mean i did like i was like super they could intrigued have, by the water like moon. there could have been people who like fled to that moon you know to like escape total genocide if they're advanced enough to like have like star maps of like our solar system right which is like 17 light years away and like all these array and assuming that their like signal was a signal for help that probably somehow like lost power and stopped transmitting like you would think that they were advanced enough to like have ships to like take them to them like they built a city in the clouds right
1: well which i guess leads me to my point which would be then why would they go to the water moon
0: like, because maybe the water protects them like the organism can't live in water. Well, true, like it's an airborne but, you know, organism. Like if
1: they have ships that can travel intergalactically, then why wouldn't they go try to find another planet like Earth? Right. Like their own. I don't know. You know? Because like clearly they're used to being I don't on know. land or know, like what we would or what building would we cities. do if it was
0: Earth and everything was dying, and we could like build a we on... like a a the moon, which is right next to us. Right. To, like, survive. Right. Like, wouldn't we do that as opposed to, like, traveling across the galaxy?
1: Well, not if you watched Interstellar. Which has nothing to do with this. So, like, I see your point. But. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm the wire moon is intriguing, but I, there's something about the planet that I want to check out. I mean, it could be cool. I mean, both of these could be cool. And if I'm like, if I'm being honest, I don't like the water moon. Seems like I don't it, think it's,
0: we should take the planet option where we like puss out for volunteering. Like if we're gonna go to the planet, we, we should just, just go like to go, go the to planet, the planet okay. straight off. All
1: right, that sounds good. Skip the cloud city. Here's what. Okay, I don't. This is this might be totally wrong. I feel like we'll have more options of things to do and explore on the planet. Okay. Like the water moon to me seems like something that you maybe go and you have a couple choices and then either way it's an ending.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay, fair.
1: Which is like maybe the planet has so much more to explore because there's ocean and there's land and there's things down there. Uh I don't know. I don't even know if that's right. And there's nothing to say that we can't go from the water moon to the planet. I guess. You know.
0: Well, we don't know that, though. We don't. I mean, it
1: seems like either we choose the water moon or the planet, uh, and that seems like that's kind of where we hang out.
0: You know, we're, this is, we're a little unprepared. Yeah. But this would be the, a perfect time for a dub chocolate, but we're completely out. That is true.
1: This would be, do we have anything else that could help us make this nope. decision?
0: Mm-mm. Chad! I'm not even a little bit. What are we going to do? I could roll a dice.
1: Well, that's interesting. How would we do that, though?
0: I don't know, odd number, odd number moon, even number planet. That just seems like less. Okay. You know, let's it's just, not,
1: uh, we're going ha- to, I think feel we're going like to do the, this ourselves. There's
0: something on the planet that could be interesting. I don't, I just, I'm hung up on the moon, but if you're really feeling strongly about the planet, I could go that way, man.
1: Like it doesn't, I,
0: this is one of the, you don't, you, you just don't
1: know. You have no idea. You have no idea. Your hunch about the aliens going to the water moon is interesting to me.
0: I mean and it's totally based out of what we read, which might be complete crap because that choice happens before we learn about the microorganism.
1: Right. So maybe it has nothing to do with anything.
0: Absolutely nothing.
1: Man. Yeah, this is rough.
0: I mean a water Let's just go to the planet. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. Let's go to the planet, but we're going to go to the planet from the choice where we chose between the moon, the clouds, and the planet.
1: Okay, so we're going back to our triple choice, and instead yeah, of to going page
0: thirteen to
1: the cool water moon. Because I'm
0: really not okay with like asking for like a volunteer and, like, for a dangerous mission and then not volunteering. Yeah. Well, Cherrick wouldn't do that. Never.
1: No, agreed. Okay, so we're going to go to the planet.
0: Yeah, on page thirteen. So. We are going down to the planet.
1: The Aloha passes through the uppermost level of the third planet's atmosphere, and we are now in stationary orbit. Okay. Now, the captain, who has fully recovered, lest you forgot, um, has asked us to take a signet shuttlecraft down to the surface to uh, explore. So we load up instruments and food and water, and we separate the signet from the Aloha, and we head down to the surface of the planet. Uh, Now we're about a thousand meters above ground, looking for uh, unusual features and a good place to land, and almost at once we are blinded by flashing lights all around us. Now we quickly make an emergency landing, settling down in a smooth meadow, and we try to make contact with the aloha, but we can't. All communications have been cut off. So, if we get out and explore, we turn to page 20. Or if we try to return or to Aloha immediately, turn to page 34. <laughs> so, Chad, you don't want to go right back, do you? No. You don't want to turn around and go, ah, like a dog with its no. tail between its legs? No,
0: absolutely not. Yeah,
1: me either. This isn't much of a choice. Like,
0: absolutely not.
1: Which is kind of refreshing because the last choice was a doozy. So this one's just like, fuck yeah, like, we're going to go out We're just going to go
0: explore. Yeah, we're going to get we're out explorers. of this
1: signet aircraft and we're going to check out this planet. Yeah. Also, like, what are these flashing lights? Chai had a good notion. Oh, though. I
0: feel like it was an antimatter storm because everything was like flash. There was like flashing lights, and we flew through that thing. We didn't feel tingly though this time. Not this time, but maybe it was just
1: small. Also, does it make a difference? Like, can antimatter storms happen on the planet? I have surface no idea. And in
0: space, I have no
1: idea. I don't either. But it was an interesting notion, and we're gonna figure it out by like, stepping out of this aircraft. Immediately the flashing lights mean nothing. Okay. You know, just it d- doesn't matter why we had to land immediately, we just did, and now we step out of the shuttlecraft, and immediately we see a large lake in the distance, and along its shores are groves of lovely, lovely trees. Ooh, fun. Now as we get closer to the lake, we're amazed to see that what we thought was trees ahead of us were more like giant weeds or wildflowers. And suddenly, there is nothing beneath our feet. And we're sliding down a steep slope into a dark, smelly pit. Ah, tumble, tumble, tumble. Crash. We hit the bottom. We are shaken, but, but unhurt. And had to let out a little gas. But it's fine. Uh, everybody has to sometimes. As you catch your breath, you notice a tunnel leading into the pit. This could be an escape route. As we head toward the tunnel, we see coming out of the tunnel an animal with a terrible face, quivering whiskers, and mean mouth of a rat. Uh, ah!
0: Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll try to help with the... Yeah,
1: it's fine. I'm just trying to make it more dramatic, you know?
0: No, I'm down.
1: But this thing is the size of a bear, and its teeth are like those of a huge wolf. As the rat beast comes closer, we reach for our laser pistol, right? And it's gone. Oh, uh, apparently, we oh. lost it on our tumble down into the pit, which is like, you know, check. Pocket check, Cherrick. I always do the pocket check, even if I haven't tumbled into a pit. Like, check your shit. Very important. Phone, keys, wallet. You are on the an alien planet. Okay, it's fine. We were in a hurry. We are a little panicked. We weren't expecting to fall into a pit. Understandable. We have no laser pistol. But we quickly grab a handful of sand because we are clever. And as the rat beast is almost upon us, we hurl the sand into the rat beast's eyes. Classic. Right? And run past it toward the tunnel. Now the rat beast is uh, like either blinded or just freaking confused because apparently no prey has ever tried to toss sand in his eyes before, which is like total earth move. I feel like exactly.
0: I mean, we surely saw it on an
1: Indiana Jones. We absolutely did. Yeah. Somebody tossing some sand into somebody's eye. It's a perfect ruse and we are able to escape through the tunnel and it winds upward to the surface of the planet. So we're back on the surface and like, we're thankful and we step out in the fresh air and the lake is gone. And we figure perhaps it was a mirage. And that freaks us out because it's not pleasant to think that our eyes are playing tricks on us on this world. Uh, it's just not cool. It's a little unnerving. And we're a little exhausted from our, uh, you know, <laughs> close call with the rat beast. Yeah. Uh, and we're also anxious to return to the Aloha now. We're like, this is, you know, and futz. We got to get out of here. <laughs> So, if we start immediately to find our way back to the signet, we turn to page 7. Or if we sit down and rest for a few moments, catch our breath, allow our better judgment to come back to us, we turn to page 59. Huh. I generally am, like, not a fan of taking that moment, you know? Because I feel like that's when the bad stuff happens. Is but like, like we need oh, to I'm gonna sit down and like collect myself and then you get eaten by like a log monster or something.
0: Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um <laughs> Uh-huh, but But also like it seems like it might be a good idea to just like take a hot minute. Yeah. Like let our adrenaline like so, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Take stock of, like, so we've lost our laser pistol. What do we what do we have? You know what I mean? Right. Like, we've already encountered one fearsome beast. We'll probably encounter another.
1: Why didn't we just search around for a laser pistol? Like, there's only one place it could have been, and that's somewhere close by us in the pit, right?
0: Rat monster.
1: Yeah, okay, well... You're not wrong. A rat the size of a bear with
0: wolf fangs.
1: It was a rodent of unusual size.
0: Yeah, that's what they call them.
1: Yeah, Yeah. rodents of unusual size.
0: So I just—I mean, I guess you're with you. Like sometimes, if this is—it's not always a smart decision. You know, you just want to like GTFO, right? Right? Like get back to the ship where it's safe and then do that. But one, the lake we saw is gone. Right. We don't really know where we are. That's a fair point. We
1: didn't necessarily come out of the lake area the same way that we came in. So do we even know like, what direction know, yeah, spacecraft, know what the is spacecraft is Yeah, do we know where the spacecraft
0: is? So to like, take a minute, to like, take stock, take stock of our surroundings. Okay, that actually makes like, a lot of sense. What we have, like, what we need. Yeah. Like, can we fashion some kind of primitive weapon? Right. Since that the sense. laser nope. pistol is gone. That makes
1: sense. I think that's a good call. Like, get ourselves acclimated to our surroundings. Figure out for sure where like, we're going. Use our
0: brains and not just like our instincts. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's let's take a smart. hot minute. You're right. This is the. You've convinced me that this is the right thing to do.
0: Because, like, if you just start running, it's so just gonna make it worse. I feel like you're gonna make it worse. Yeah. Nope. In any kind of survival situation, that. like. Yeah. You find, you know, you just like, what's around me? You know, are there any landmarks I recognize? So I recognize the giant wildflowers in the distance somewhere, or. Yeah. Good point. Okay,
1: I'm in. Let's take a hot minute.
0: Okay. What page is that? We
1: are going to turn to page 59.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. God. The the, damn it! The one, like the one logical choice that we've ever made in this entire series of podcasts. But the
1: thing that we didn't take into account was that the rat beast might follow us back up through the tunnel. Well,
0: that's fair, I guess.
1: And eat us while we were unaware. Um, Which is exactly what happened. We sat down on a rock, (coughs) relieved to have escaped from the giant rat beast. And as soon as we close our eyes to rest for a moment, we feel a presence behind us, and we turn to quickly jump and fight, but it's just too late. And that's the end. (laughs) So the Rat Beast got its revenge. Uh, Rat Beast! All right, well, now we know for sure it's never a smart decision to sit and rest. Well, we should have gotten further away, I guess. Yeah, there's like a happy medium, right? You, like, get away from the danger for sure, and then take your moment to be like, okay, what am I doing? So, Chad, we are on our last ending, Uh and we have to go back
0: to page seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. So, um, just to remind you, we get out of the tunnel um, from escaping the Rat Beast. And we are trying to make our way back to the segment for safety. Right. Which is really probably what we should have done the first time.
1: Well, you know, I don't want to say I told you so, but... Well, you told me so. Um, So,
0: all right, we continue on and we notice that what we had thought was a lake previously was actually a meadow of this, like, blue-green moss. Okay? So, like, we're like, okay, I wasn't, like, completely insane, you know, easy mistake, right? Anybody could have mistaken that. Um, so a bit of relief. So we're crossing the mossy meadow back to where we left the signet. And, you know, we approach a stream that is obscured by thick underbrush, and near the stream, we like pass these like big clumps of like um this like bushy plants waving in the wind. And uh but then <laughs> This is where it says, I want to quote this from the text. It says, but there is something odd about this dot, dot, dot. There is no wind. Ah! And the plants seem to be searching for something, perhaps food. And uh, and then one of them starts like bending down over top of us. Oh, God. And we realize that we've been like surrounded by these plants. Ooh, okay. So our, our choice is if we dive into the underbrush in the hope that the plants won't be able to get at us there. We turn to page 46 or if we try to run away, we turn to page 48. Oh, Chad. One of these is certainly you die Mm -hmm. and one of these is certainly maybe you make it out of here. One
1: of these is certain death for sure. And this is like the certain death for us. Yeah. You know, here's my here's like my concerns both ways. Okay. Obviously, running isn't. It doesn't can necessarily... we outrun right.
0: living plants well that
1: have surrounded us first right. of all yes. yeah so like moving target sure maybe harder to hit also we can pretty damn dodge obvious and and yeah. oh there, there Take we go an angle, we, you know, we like... can use our characore skills yes um okay that's an option my fear about the hiding in the underbrush is that it's underbrush which is also like plant life it could just eat us. Right. So, like, who's to say that this underbrush isn't... Why can't
0: we dive into the stream?
1: Isn't on, like, ours... It's like they're working with the plants. Or, like, they are the plants. And then we're just toast. You mm-hmm. know? So, like, I think what it really boils down to is we hide in questionable surroundings. Sure. Or we obviously run away.
0: Which is super dangerous. Super dangerous.
1: Super dangerous. So, do we, like take the chance of hiding in what could potentially still kill us? Or do we try to make it out of the plants with our core skills?
0: I, it's, I uh, yeah, it's an impossible it's, it's choice.
1: seriously like just to roll the dice and we're going to die or we're not going to die.
0: Ugh. This
1: is where another Dove Chocolate could Can come I, in Can I um,
0: tell you... I'm going to go get some after this. Um, <laughs> Can I tell you... What my gut says. Yes. My gut's telling us to dive into the underbrush. Okay.
1: Cause that's kind of what mine was telling me.
0: Like, it seems like a
1: foolish choice. Yeah. It kind of does. But running away seems like certain doom. It seems maybe even more foolish. Yes. I agree. So we might just have to take the chance on diving into the underbrush. Like, this
0: is one of those choices that like, I don't want to actually make the choice Uh uh-huh you know but Uh we have to if this was not a podcast and i was just reading these when i was 12 i would totally like put a pinky in this page and if i died i would come back and read the other one you'd just be like oh
1: yeah i'm gonna just run away
0: but we don't have another i mean this is it this
1: is it this is it this is it it. so i think since both of us are really like feeling the dive into the underbrush i don't
0: know why i can't articulate it i just feel like this is this is a, a gut heart decision yeah not not an intellectual logic decision for me. Well, I guess we're just going to I'm just to... like if I was in that sitch, yeah. I feel like I'd try to just like dive out of the way instead of like running through the plants that surrounded me maybe.
1: I mean, yeah, I th- I just think that like running through plants that have surrounded us seems kind of ridiculous and how how the hell are we going to get out of there? So maybe like hiding and waiting and hopeful like hoping that they don't realize we're there anymore oh but then that seems kind of silly like they've already surrounded us they know there's food so we're just gonna dive
0: and hope that they can't find us no like the underbrush obscures us from them and then we can escape like maybe they can't bend all the way down to the ground or maybe maybe they can't penetrate it i don't know okay maybe we can get into the stream yeah, like if we, the army, underbrush, crawl, like, if we surround, army crawl, if we army crawl our way out of here, I would feel much
1: better about it than just running. Okay. I think we're just gonna have to do it.
0: Let's just do it. Okay. I mean, that's the choice. It's the choice. It's the choice. Forty six. We're, okay. we're, we're going forty six. Oh
1: god, here we go. So everyone. Yay! <laughs> we hide in, in the underbrush. Which was the totally right decision to make. Oh, go us. Woo! Uh, So, we're safe from the moving plants down here. But we feel like we're going to have to stay hidden forever unless we can figure out a way to get out of here. Then, the sun star, Altair, if you recall, drops behind the hills. Which, uh, at that point, all the plants above us go limp. And we conclude that they can only move when energized by the strong light and heat from the sun. Thank so the we're Lord. saved, and we waste no time into making like so we like head to high ground. Okay, and we're scoping it out because we want to find our our shuttlecraft, and that's when we see a familiar shape in the sky. It's another signet shuttlecraft floating around. Now we have lost our laser pistol, obviously, but we're able to signal the signet by. Classic means of building a fire. So the signal appears and it like hovers down and Pickens comes out and says, Thank goodness I've found you. You must be exhausted and we should return to the Aloha. But first, and he continues to explain that he's discovered something interesting across the desert and hills that we should investigate. So we go with Pickens. And we fly across the desert, and we see beneath us a huge dome. And he brings the signet down to a landing, and we walk up to this dome. And this dome is as blue as the sky, and made of a substance as hard as crystal. And it's just fascinating to us. And we feel like at last we have discovered intelligent life on the planet. Like proof of intelligent life is here on the third planet. So... Uh, Pickens says, you know, it appears that this is part of some large underground settlement. And the only way to open it is going (laughs) to be... Isn't Pickens a girl? No, I think Pickens is the cosmetologist. Oh, okay. Which I don't know why he's out here, but... Right. But that's, you know, that's not up to us. That's a captain's decision. So, uh, he decides the only way to open it and find out exactly what's inside is to cut it with a laser beam. And he says, I'm going to do it. Uh, and we remind him that, hey, Pickens, it might have a defense system, like, in place for people who want to do this. And he says, no need to worry, our sensors would have detected the monitoring system already. So, if we agree to let him cut open the Crystal Dome, we turn to page 49, or if we insist on first reporting back to the Aloha, we turn to page 50. Um... Not that this has much bearing on our choice, but I'll remind you that the last time we didn't report back to the Aloha, we did find an ending. Sure. That being said, I want to cut open this dome. Right. Yeah, totally. Right. I mean, for sure. Yeah, like that's... Once again, it's like, oh, we're going to report that we found a dome. You know, like...
0: Yeah, what are you going to report? Yeah. Like, there's a dome.
1: I mean, I guess then, like, the Aloha could find its way over to the dome. And, like, be there to we assist us if we need?
0: all of us go instead of just two of us. That's an interesting point. We yeah. could get, like, re-equip. Yeah. Right? We could get a new laser pistol. We could. Which might be helpful. Maybe there's one on the signet. I mean, if there was, I think we would have
1: grabbed it. Probably. You know? But it didn't say anything about that. Let's just cut up in the dome. Yeah. I mean it seems like cutting out the middleman sort of you
0: know I wish there was a choice where you like search to find another entrance to the city. Right. Or like, like yeah, find like the entrance. Without to like the dome. destroying yeah. their like That's actually thing. a good
1: point. Like we didn't really seem to investigate it much. We just found like one side of it and are like, we're gonna cut into it. Well, Pickens dead. That's true. Well, maybe Pickens has already investigated it and he's walked well, around maybe. the dome. He did say he found something interesting and wants to but show us. But there has us.
0: to be like another entrance to this. One would think. And with all the rat beasts and man-eating plants on the surface, it makes sense that they would settle would, underground.
1: That's true. Well, and in that case, like maybe there isn't an entrance in the dome. Maybe the entrance to this underground world is somewhere else. That right? We don't yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. Oh, like,
0: okay. We could, like, go try to find it before we just, like, cut into their skylight. We could,
1: but you don't know how long we would be wandering around this planet with man-eating beasts all around to find this entrance. In a
0: ship, in the air.
1: You think it'll be that obvious? I don't know. I think with rat beasts and man-eating plants, you'd want to hide the entrance and, you know, like, make it a little difficult for people sure. or beasts sure, to, sure, 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 to sure. wander into.
0: Uh, Let's just
1: cut the dome. Okay. I'm in. Let's cut the dome and turn to page 49. Okay.
0: So um so we fire fired the laser beam cutter at fire! the dome. And and this thing is blasting away at full strength for quite a while and it's like not even making a dent. Oh boy. Um so Pickens is like, "Man, this isn't like nothing we've ever seen on earth." And then finally a small trail of smoke begins to form, like, um, from the dome. And then it thickens and suddenly the whole surface of the dome is alive with flickering electric charges. Ah. And it, like, basically, like, shorts out like, we, we, like, run away back to the signet for safety, but, um, everything on the signet, it's completely shorted out. Like, the port won't even open. We can't even get in the ship. Like, like, it's just dead. Um... And so we walk back to the dome. I mean, like, everything's peaceful. We can't even see the spot on the dome that Pickens was, like, firing this laser at. Um, And we just kind of look hopelessly at each other. And uh, there's nothing we can do now but wait. The end. And that's why we should have
1: communicated with the Aloha beforehand.
0: Like, to your point, every time we did not communicate with the Aloha, (laughs) we certainly died. (laughs)
1: Well, we didn't necessarily die. We just came to an ending. Well, we
0: came to an ending. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have any more
1: response. I mean, yeah, that's, like, that's the end. But to our credit, we technically only died one time. True. Yeah. True story. Our first ending is definitely, like, the best one, as far as the ones that we found.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, okay, Whatever well, yeah. we go back to yeah. Earth. Like but we
1: found some things, we're taking them back. Mission not yeah. necessarily fulfilled. We did not fulfill the mission in any case of of the. We n- never of, found out the
0: Alterians no. or what the signal meant or right. why we, it was being sent. We never found the
1: signal exactly. So like,
0: I, I bet am, it was on the water moon the whole time. Was. It
1: probably was, dude. I think yeah. It seems like maybe it was on the water moon. So whoops. Whatever, uh, missed out on that one, but but you
0: know, all in all, I enjoyed
1: the book. That was a great book. I I had a great time. Yeah, it was fun. I would like it's one of those ones that I would love to explore the other options, um, but we can't, and uh, that's that. That's the nature of the beast, of the rat beast, and uh, here we are.
0: So uh, yeah, I mean, get excited. So this is like one of I don't know how many we're going to do. Several a, apps, a handful or two yeah
1: um yeah we're gonna try and fit in as many as we can while i'm visiting so yeah limited edition cherick episodes here folks uh so yeah get excited uh we hope you enjoyed this one chad uh like we used to do oh did what you, did we did, learn yeah what did we learn if anything
0: um, um like maybe don't be so uh What's the word I'm looking for? Not heroic, but like if you're a part of a team and you're like on a solo mission, like it is not above yourself to like check in with that team. Right. Like you're not like the bee's knees, you know, you're not the cat's meow, you know, you're not like Superman. You know what I mean? Like you're a part of a team and so you should check in with that team because they can probably help you. Right. Like even if you're like... The greatest of all time. Well, the or, GOAT, if you will. Or, like, you're still a part of a team.
1: Or even if you feel like, oh, I don't really have much to report. Or I only have, like, circumstantial evidence for things.
0: Then, then call know? in and say that.
1: Yeah, like, the wise thing is Keep just... Keep the
0: lines of communication No matter open.
1: what, communicate. And you don't know when your last breath will be. So, you know... You don't
0: know what ideas they might have that could aid you. Also true.
1: Yeah. There was a cosmetologist Like, just in general,
0: board. communication... Amongst a team or friends or, you know,
1: is of the utmost importance.
0: It's it's just great.
1: Yeah, that's actually a solid thing, Chad. That's that's a great thing to learn. I was going to say the thing I learned was never fucking rest. You know, you don't have
0: to do it all by yourself all the time.
1: Right. You know what I mean. Well, that's why you know you want to surround yourself with great people. Right. Yeah, you want to have your team because you you can't do everything. Your 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 crew or
0: whatever, whatever you want to call it, like.
1: Your homies. Yeah. Exactly. That's solid. I like it.
0: And, like, don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. Even if it's, like, to say, like, you know what? Pretty boring. Like, uh, things are okay. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, let you know I was alive.
1: Right. Well, and, and you also check in with them and be like, what's going on with you? And yeah, like, right. Can I help you? Or you're Maybe alive. Maybe the captain Hooray.
0: was like, you know fighting a space battle and we didn't know because we're like sitting on a rock getting eaten by beasts. yeah
1: and have we just communicated maybe something there was probably
0: weapons on the freaking aloha
1: that's very true we the aloha would have definitely had another laser pistol for us so whoops whatever well you know what lesson learned
0: anyway we learned uh so like ta-ta for now
1: teamwork yes uh yeah ta-ta for now and uh yeah, until next time, stay well, be alive, and uh tune in for the next Cherrick Adventure. And
0: like we don't know, like maybe we'll just put these up every week, or maybe we'll I don't who you know. Just like yeah, keep checking know. back. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh be open and ready for whatever the universe brings your way. Deal. Cool. Well, uh for the time being, I have been Eric. And I've been Chad. And together we've been on this arousing new adventure as Cheric! Boom. All right. Bye. We'll, y'all. we'll catch you later.